All right, everybody, welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. Uh, thanks for listening. We got Mr. Craig Ingram from Tennessee 811 and, tre- and treasurer of our chapter with us again today. How are you, Craig? Doing good, Matt. Thanks for having me on again. Love talking to our members. Awesome, ma'am. Uh, well, guys, before before we get into what we're really going to talk about today, I just want to give a little uh, COVID-19 update. Um, as I'm sure everybody has seen, the stay-at-home and social distancing and you know, all, all the parameters that, that, that are in place have been extended at least through the month of April. So let, let's keep practicing our social distancing and staying home when we can. Um, and then I'm sure you've all seen as well that Governor Lee is signing the uh, the statewide stay-at-home order. So it's not just for local areas anymore. It's for all of us. All of us Tennesseans need to be staying at home, uh, not going out, and and doing our best to help stop the spread of this thing and from everything i understand if we can do what we're asked over the next two weeks and stay home and social distance wash our hands wash our stuff and you know uh, for the next couple of weeks we should be starting to curb this thing in the right direction so let, let's stay diligent and stay on top of it and uh and hopefully we'll get this moving to where we can get back to normal uh, also want to give out the tennessee covid19 hotline numbers one more time uh, the first one, because there's two in Tennessee, the first one is 833-556-2476 or 877-857-2945. And if you are feeling, if you think you've got symptoms and you think you need to be tested and all that kind of stuff, don't just run out to one of the free testing stations because they're getting overloaded. Call one of these hotline numbers explain your symptoms, explain how you're feeling, talk to the professionals on the other end of the line and let them kind of tell you if you need to go get tested. Because in some situations, they're just saying, just stay home and quarantine yourself for 14 days and watch your symptoms. And then if they're not improving by a certain time period, then go get tested. Um, I believe that the free testing centers at Nissan Stadium and Vanderbilt and a couple others have opened at this point. But we don't want to overrun them with people running down there panicking and, uh, and and running out of tests for people who really need them if we just think we have the symptoms. So call these numbers, talk to these people, and find out if you really need to be running down there. All right, with that, we'll move off the doom and gloom of COVID-19 and get into uh, Nuke of Middle Tennessee's Toolbox Talk contest for Safe Digging Month. Um, I know Safe Digging Month is... And Craig, it's National Safe Digging Month, right? Yeah, National Safe Digging Month. And this is actually the 13th year that we've done Safe Digging Month nationwide. So pretty neat. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know last year was the first year of Nuke of Middle Tennessee and the first year we did the Toolbox, co- toolbox Talk contest. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to have it back. And hopefully this year we'll make it a little bigger and better. Uh, but anyway, the way this Toolbox Talk contest works is we'll... Every Monday, we'll send out a Toolbox Talk via email to all of our members. You guys can uh, email them to your people uh, or, or forward them on to your people and your, your crew leaders and your foreman. We want the crew leader or foreman to go over the Toolbox Talk with the crew, read it to them. Uh, there'll be some questions with the Toolbox Talk. As a crew, we want them to answer the, tool, answer the questions. Then we want the foreman and the crew to all sign the sheet where they participated in the toolbox talk and on the sheet they will also ask for their for their phone number and address and which company they work for so if they'll put down the phone number their address and which company they work for anybody who does the toolbox talk with their crew 
answers it, answers all the questions correctly, everybody signs off on it, we'll go into a drawing, and every week we're going to draw a winner for a prize from uh, one of our one of our associate member companies. Uh, so let's get this, let's spread these toolbox talks out there. And let's learn a little bit about some safe digging techniques and best practices and, and what safe digging is for safe, for national safe digging month. And we'll have a little fun with it. You know, we, we can't get together right now and, and, uh, meet with one another, but we'll have a little fun with this contest and, and spread some safe digging education as well. Yeah, and the prizes last year were uh, really well received. We had some coolers and some other really neat stuff. So there may be a bit of a delay getting that to people this year, depending on how long it is before we can, you know, get back to routinely being in offices and shipping things out and all that good stuff. But you know, that's a little bonus to look forward to just by participating and, and entering this competition. Absolutely, and, and I'm hoping we can mitigate the delay of getting the prizes to people with the. Uh, you know, maybe the vendor shipping it directly to the winners. And, that, and that's one of the reasons we're asking for the address. And you can put down, they can put down the office address and then the office can give it on to the guy who won if they want, or they can put down their personal address. Either way is fine. But we're going we're gonna to ask the vendors to ship it directly to to them. Because um, I know for, for most of us in our industry, there's at least somebody in our offices and warehouses right now because we're, we're all still rocking and rolling at this point. Um, so hopefully we'll mitigate that delay and, 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 well, either way, we'll get it to you one way or the other. So, um, but this week, our toolbox talk is uh, digging best practices, and because Craig got the super cool radio voice, I'm gonna let him read this, okay. and we'll and we'll do this every week too. We'll we'll do a quick little podcast where we read the toolbox talk in, that goes out in conjunction with the sending out of the paper toolbox talk. So, uh, with that, Craig, I'll let you uh, take it away, radio voice. <laughs> setting me up for, fa for failure, man. Uh, the cool thing about doing the podcast with these toolbox talks is that you also have the audio version of it. So if it is easier for you to kind of get it out to your folks in the field just by sharing this podcast so that they've got the audio, you know, feel free to do that. So let's jump right in. Proper digging techniques are necessary to ensure that safe digging is followed the entire year. A commitment to digging best practices, best practices kind of being a, a buzzword that just means that you know, hey, here are some steps that we can follow that are proven in the industry to reduce our chance of damage. Those steps will give everyone the best chance of no injuries and, and no damages to underground facilities. So if you're not familiar with best practices, if maybe you feel like you don't have the best grasp on that, there are some great resources out there. The Common Ground Alliance at the national level has a best practices guide that, by the way, we've got a ton of copies of that at Tennessee 811. So Reach out to Matt or I, reach out to Judah, the Middle Tennessee Executive Director for NUCA, uh, and we'll, we'll get in contact and we'll get you copies of the best practice guide so that you can have it for your folks in the field. So the American Public Works Association's color code is on page 95 of that best practices guide, and that's that standardized color code that all utilities mark with. Uh, proper spotting and, and excavation observance is on page 49. So that's basically just the concept of having a second person who is supervising uh, kind of close in to the project so that the person who is on the equipment who may be, you know, a little farther away has another set of eyes to help them out. Information on digging inside of the safety buffer or tolerance zone around the utilities is on page 50 of that best practices guide. And the entire excavation tab that you'll find there has good information in it to help keep an excavator in compliance. 
you want to make sure that you're checking, you know, Tennessee state law um, to make sure that it matches up with the best practice guide or to see if there's another layer on top of that. And of course, we can be a resource for you on that front as well if you have any questions. Now, that best practices guide is also available online and we'll share that URL in the show notes. So even though we can't immediately get these best practices guides in your hands, they're great information and, and we want you to be able to access them digitally if nothing else. Here are some other best practices that are worth following. Identify high profile utilities such as transmission lines or expensive, uh, expensive or sensitive lines like fiber optic lines, important water mains. You know, with fiber optic lines, it's not necessarily a, a danger involved when hitting those, but it can be a very expensive repair. And you can also be looking at shutting down really important facilities like 911 call centers and hospitals, things that are really critical during an, uh, a pandemic like COVID-19 that we're currently facing. So don't make your day a lot worse by getting involved with something like that. And don't assume that, you know, the depth of the utility is whatever you expect it to be. Or if the locator gives you an estimate of the utility depth, either in person or by marking something on the job site, don't assume that that depth is correct. Use that as general guidance and a suggestion, but make sure that you're potholing or hand digging, doing what you can to spot that utility when you know that you're going to cross it or, or be really close to it. Use a shovel to dig parallel across the width of the tolerance zone, which the tolerance zone in Tennessee is the width of the utility plus two feet on either side. And you may want to do that in increments of six to eight inches so that you can avoid striking utilities. You know, do what works best for you in, in your specific area and with the soil conditions that you're working in, but kind of set a guideline for your folks of, you know, here's the increments that we're going to excavate in before we stop and put eyes on it and just make sure that we're doing everything we can to protect those lines. Hand dig down to verify the locate of the line marks and then use a combination of mechanical means and hand digging or other soft digging methods when your dig path is next to that tolerant zone. So again, there's a little bit of an extra burden on excavators in the state of Tennessee when you're digging within that tolerant zone near the utility markings. So use soft digging methods, whether it's hydro excavation or it's hand digging or whatever the case is to expose and, and protect those lines. Potholing two feet around all utilities in the bore path to include below and to the sides of the existing utilities is always a good idea. The tolerant zone is really a, a horizontal measurement, but it's always good to be safe and kind of factor that tolerance in, tolerant zone in uh, as you're getting close to the top of the line and definitely as you're excavating below. And remember that if you expose a utility, especially if you take soil out from underneath it, you need to support it. Use braces, supports, etc., to avoid breaking the utilities that may be exposed in that trench. And then there's always the chance that you've got lines that weren't marked correctly, weren't marked at all, uh, or that you had something that the utility just couldn't locate. So locate those unlocatable lines to the extent that you're able, and uh, you know, based on the lines that you are aware of, based on the visual cues out there on the job site, use soft digging techniques to expose those. So some really great best practices in this week's Toolbox Talk. And again, this is just kind of a bite-sized chunk. This is only the first of a few that we've got coming for you. But these are good steps that you can roll out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'd like to take a second to touch on a, a couple of those a little more in-depth, uh, like identifying high-profile utilities such as transmission, explosive, fiber optics, whatever. And I know a lot of times in the excavation industry, guys, as excavators, when we hit a fiber line, we don't really 
think it's all that important. You know, the fiber company will come out, repair it, whatever. It's not like hitting a gas on where it could immediately kill you. Uh, but with the, the world that we're working in right now with COVID-19 and so many people working from home and, and you know, th- those lines are crucial to people's livelihood. If they don't have their internet access to be able to work from home, they're kind of left out in the dark. So it, it needs to be an emphasis on our part to expose them safely. And it also needs to be an emphasis on the utility companies to mark those. I know there's some some telecommunications and fiber companies that don't consider their their fiber drops or telephone drops to be crucial or or important to be marked. But it's very important at, at this time with everything going on in the world and so many people working from home. And the other thing about fiber lines a lot of times is they serve 911 centers. So while it may not be immediately dangerous to us digging around them, if we hit one, not knowing that it serves a 911 center, it could be life-threatening to someone that needs help from 911. So that's very those are crucial lines that we need to do our best to protect. Um, yeah, good notes. So, you know, Matt, this is all for safe digging month and kind of recognizing this uh, special time of year, if you will. And it's unfortunate that this year it, it corresponds with a global pandemic, the likes of which we haven't seen in a long time. But it is an opportunity to kind of shift the focus away from COVID-19 and kind of focus on more of the everyday business as usual uh, kind of thing in a way that benefits your organization. So there's a lot of things that you can do to support Safe Digging Month and promote it to your folks. Uh, Tennessee 811, our website, tn811.com, has some good resources. The Common Ground Alliance has a public toolkit that you can access with some different graphics and social media messages that are kind of ready to go. If your company has a active presence on social media, you know, help spread the word by sharing posts or by posting your own. Uh, feel free to take pictures of your guys out in the field, especially if they're a good example of following, you know, social distancing guidelines and, uh, and post those pictures with a safe digging month message. And, you know, this is the 13th year, as we said at the top of the podcast, that safe digging month has been celebrated nationwide. And it's actually the ninth year that uh, the governor of Tennessee, which, of course, this year is Governor Bill Lee, has signed a proclamation recognizing uh, safe digging month in the month of April for the state of Tennessee. So this isn't just a kind of concept that's being thrown around around out there. We've got, you know, buy-in, if you will, from local government. So, uh, you know, great opportunity to spread a safety message, especially in a time where we need other topics to talk about that that aren't COVID-19. So uh, help us spread the word and, and let us know what else we can do to help you. Absolutely. And, you know, Tennessee Tennessee 811's Facebook page has some great information on it, so follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Check out what they're doing. Uh, the Nuke of Middle Tennessee Facebook page has had some good stuff up there, so follow that one as well. And if you're if you're a member company and you don't have a, a social media presence, but you want to take some pictures of your guys following safe digging best practices out there or social distancing on the job site or Whatever it might be, shoot them to us. We'll we'll post them for you and, and recognize our members because that's that's what we're here for. We, we, we're oh, yeah. proud of the work you guys are doing. Um, with that, I think we've about covered it uh, for this one. Uh, like I said, guys, forward when we send these things out, they're going to come to the emails that we have on our membership list. Forward them on to your guys. Uh, let your crew leaders and foremen go over these toolbox talks with the crews. Answer the questions. 
put in the necessary contact information so we can contact the winners. And uh, all, the, all the people that have filled out their toolbox talks correctly will go in a drawing. I don't know, maybe we'll do a, a Facebook video of me drawing the winner out of a hat, hard hat or something, looking like a goofball or something like that. I don't know. The, that sounds uh, fun to me. <laughs> the, uh, but every week we'll draw a winner uh, and we'll get a prize out to you guys as, as soon as we can get it to you. Uh, so, you know, let's have some fun with this and, and keep digging safe out there. Uh, Craig, you got any closing notes? No, just thanks for celebrating Safe Digging Month with us. Stay safe out there in the field. And Nuke of Middle Tennessee wants to be your resource. Put us to work. Let us know what we can do for you. That's correct. All right, guys. Stay safe out there.